to episode eight of the Pippin Palopsicopolis podcast. That's right. I said it first time. I'm so proud. Thank you so much. It is, what's this episode called, Andrea? This is called Winter Solstice Part 2, Avatar Roku. Also, I am Daniel and... I'm Andrea. Avatar expert. I think I just messed up my own name. Did you? <laughs> I, I feel like I said it really weird. Andrea. There you go. That okay. sounds a lot better. <laughs> We'll play back right there. <laughs> yep. She said it wrong. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I might edit that. <laughs> or I won't. Um, once again, no Jasmine this week. Sound face. Sound face. But anyways, the show must but go on. That so showbiz, baby. Yeah. We just finished recording episode seven and we're getting right into episode eight. So there is zero news. Uh, but those socks are still out. Go support Michaela, voice of Toph, as everyone knows, who is a true fan. Or Jesse Flowers, as most fans would probably know her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, cool socks. There's a shirt. Maybe we'll sponsor her or something one day. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> so I guess we'll kind of jump straight into the episode. And Dred, you want to break down the episode? Yeah, sure. I can do that. Awesome. So this is just... This is kind of like this podcast. It jumps right into the action, you know? The villagers are getting the gang ready to go to the Crescent Island and the Fire Nation, which Aang is very hesitant about bringing Katara and Sokka because he knows it's going to be dangerous. He doesn't want them to get hurt. But that's exactly what Katara and Sokka signed up for, um, you know, by trying to get him to the North Pole. So, you know, we see the gang headed up to the Fire Nation which is scary because, you know, they're trying to capture and kill Aang. So they're going right into enemy territory here. And of course, we have our beloved Prince Zuko and Uncle Iroh. They are hot on their tails because Zuko figures out, you know, which village Aang went to, gets all the information from the villagers and, you know, they're on their way. And so there's this blockade scene where... Lots of chaos, lots of fireballs being thrown around everywhere. But the gang gets through. And despite being banished from the Fire Nation, Zuko also makes it through. Um, because Zhao happens to be running this blockade for some reason. Which is, you know, unbeknownst to me. Uh, he lets Zuko pass through because he knows, Zuko knows, where Aang is going. So the gang gets to this temple on Roku's Island. and. The fire stages are not very welcoming. They do not like Aang. They only follow the Fire Lord now. But we meet a nice guy named Ryu. Ryu? Ryu? Um, I think it's Ryu. Not sure. But R-Y-U is how you spell his name. <laughs> so they meet him and, you know, he believes it's still the sage's duty to um, help the Avatar. So he helps them get to Avatar Roku's chamber, which they have to talk to Roku before the sun sets on the solstice which is that day. So they, it only, you need either five simultaneous fire blasts or a fully realized avatar to open up this gate. So Sokka has his whole plan to use um, fake fire. He makes these explosives that look like 
um, that kind of imitate firebending and it doesn't work. And they trick the fire sages into opening the gate for them. And then Zuko comes and everyone's, you know, kind of chained up and everything. But somehow Aang gets through, gets inside uh, the temple and he gets to talk to Roku where we find out that Sozin's Comet is coming at the end of the summer and he's got to defe- defeat the Fire Lord by then. So that was kind of this episode kind of marks where this series is going um, and how it's going to progress really sets the groundwork. The rest were kind of just intro for characters and everything, but this is really where it's juicy. This is the meat right here. And so, uh, you know, Zhao shows up and everyone's kind of in a tizzy right now because they don't want Aang to contact Roku. And so, Roku kind of possesses Aang in a way, and we see Roku show up. He fights off all the firebenders. He sinks his own uh, temple and island, which is pretty badass. And then Aang gets this information. That's kind of it. Lovely. I didn't know this was the same the same island Roku was from because when we see it later in the, series, I know it's not the crest. It's not the crescent shaped island. Is it? Is it not, or is it? I don't. I don't think it is. I feel like they go somewhere else, don't they? That's well, I just gave it a Googs and it looks like it's the same island. It, they just they feel like two different places. They do. But I think it's because of the lava. <laughs> it just created a different landmass over time. And Ooh, yeah. And at the end of this episode, it, there's a lot of lava, you know, which is interesting. Um, is I thought that like lava bending was. So Roku could lava bend then, right? I believe so. Because that's how we created the tunnels where they were. Um, what's the guy's name? Ri- Ryu? 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 He like leads them underground and gives them like the tunnel tour. And he's like, mm-hmm. Roku made these. And then I wrote down, I was like, uh, Roku was lava bender? Question mark? Because I. Or is it earth bending? That could also be a thing, but then if it, if he was a lava bender, I it questioned I have it. Because lava big is molten rock. Mark. Yeah, but the big question. So, like, mark how do firebenders lava bend? If it's rock. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. It is a earth bending skill. It doesn't make sense. Um, well, he's the avatar, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. But then the big question is the way Avatar Roku dies. It doesn't make sense if he was a lava bender. Could stop that, but right? the gases were killing him. But it, yeah, that also t- you're an airbender at the same time. You could, I feel like you could have done something about the gases. He tried, <laughs> didn't try hard enough. Um, well, Sozin also backstabbed him. So it's, yeah, nope, we're going, also, we're getting ahead. Stop that. <laughs> everyone was no longer on the island. Why are you on the island? Just saying. Well, um, he was trying to save his home. That okay? home, okay, whatever. Anyways, anywho. <laughs> Present times right now. So once again, the Avatar is betrayed probably immediately. He literally just saved the village and they gave him up like like that. But uh, like, I feel like if I were fearing for my life. That village was already destroyed. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was pretty much obliterated by the spirit. What what did you have to lose? Hey, no no no. Hey by gruesome bamboo, okay? Okay. They're they're fine. They're fine. I'm just saying. But yeah, I don't have much on this episode. So 
I'm going to let you take the lead here. What do you got? All right. So this is going to be me being me and Jasmine probably going to hate what I'm doing. But because she's going to say it's just for the plot. And I know, but it still bothers me. Okay. So I, I know Zhao isn't. He was. How did he start off? He was just commander. No. Captain. Captain. Yes. Okay. So he was captain. Then he got. Promoted to commander by now, I think. No, doesn't he's not. He's not admiral yet, right? No, he's not admiral because that's in the other episode. So he's just commander right now. Is that is admiral when he? That's the blue gets, spirit episode, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I don't really know how military ranks work. Me neither. I don't really know anything much about it, but I feel like a blockade isn't something that important for Zhao to be a part of. I feel like if he's commander, I feel like he's probably got more important things to do than just sit with a bunch of boats guarding the Fire Nation's borders. Yeah, it doesn't. It makes zero sense to why he's there. The other thing is, why why can't they just shoot fireballs? Like we see it done before. Why do they have to catapult fireballs? Well, a lot of the Fire Nation soldiers as well. We know there's a lot of non-benders. Mm-hmm. They just might not might not have had enough. I guess. To... But like, remember in episode uh, episode two? No, uh, yeah, episode two, uh, when Uncle Iroh and Zuko do like a team fireball kick or something that uh, Ang like slices back at them. I feel like just the two of them could do it. And they also only had one catapult, right? I feel like well, it'd be faster. Each to... ship in the blockade had yeah, at least like one. Zuko and there had... was a lot of them. Also, what was on those balls that was smelly? I think it was like tar or something. Hmm. Something that was flammable, that's for sure. Because you know Iroh hates the smell of it. Yeah. I feel like it might be like fat or something. Like, what's it called? You know, like back in the day they would hunt whales and then use their insides to light stuff. Yes. Yeah. I saw it on Moby, the Moby Dick <laughs> movie with Tom Holland and the other guy. Is it Tom Holland? I have no idea. Are you in that movie, Tom Holland? Tom Holland's standing right in front of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure he is. Oh, you don't believe me. Let me send you a picture. <laughs> yeah, nope. Don't believe you because he would not want COVID. So she's about to be highly disappointed. <laughs> there he is. Hello, everyone. I'm nope, Tom. That... No, no, you no. Just, just stop while you're ahead, Daniel, please. Okay, so I'm just gonna ignore Daniel and I'm gonna continue talking about the episode. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um. Uh, so yeah, Zhao has no business being there. It doesn't make any sense. The only thing I can say that might put him there is if someone called him and he somehow started jumping across every ship to get to that middle <laughs> ship. And he was like, I'm here, Zuko. I'm here to get you. So going back to me being nitpicky. So when they're in this blockade and Zhao realizes that Zuko knows where Aang is going... He tells the crew, he commands everyone, the commander that he is, he tells everyone, you know what? Cut the engines. Let them pass. And so, you know, he lets them pass because they're on a collision course. 
like they're they're ready to just crash into each other. I feel like that would sink them too. And probably. Or like But he's ex- like, cut the engines, let them pass, whatever. And you know, but these ships, they just stop. They just stop. They have like full brake stop. Like they, they slammed really on the brakes. But ships don't have brakes. And the really- water, the water is gonna I'm gonna keep talking over you because it just it doesn't make sense to me. Like the wa- like the physics of it just doesn't make any sense. And I know it's a cartoon. Jasmine will be yelling at me about it. She's saying it's for the plot. And yes, I know, but it just it doesn't make sense. Maybe they were moving so <laughs> fast that when they slowed down, it looked like they weren't moving. Maybe. Maybe. But like it like the way like the way the sounds were with it too, like it sounded like a truck stopping. I, I yeah. understand. It does not make sense. I was hoping, like, even the first time I saw it, I was, it didn't make sense. I was, they should have either made them be further apart and kind of kept them moving a little bit, or yeah. maybe kept them moving a little bit to build the tension, just be like, oh, he's actually not going to make it, or something like that. You know? Right, and he just, like, barely slips through. Like, okay, <laughs> have, you, have you seen the movie Moana? Yes. Okay, so you know when Maui and Moana are fighting those little coconut heads and they got to like really squeeze through? Don't remember. I saw okay, it once. well, okay, well, there's like, there's a moment in the movie where like they're on a collision course, you know, Maui, Maui and Moana in this tiny little boat with Hey Hey, the chicken, my favorite character. That's besides the point. But they're like in that movie... They like barely slip through and you're like, oh, are they going to make like that would have been beautiful. I I know you're talking about now. Yeah. Yes. What are those coconut things? They're pirates. They are pirates. Yeah. Right. But yeah, like something like that would have been cool. Yeah. Because like, like, like or like maybe he like actually like you hear like this, he scrapes it and there's like a sort of thing where they barely make it through. Like just a little something to, you know, up the tension a little bit. Up the tension. Come on. <laughs> and right I forgot craters. to mention this, but um, when Zhao starts following Zuko, uh, he tells his uncle, or Zuko tells his uncle that he should just let Zhao follow the smoke and that Zuko, use, Zuko could use it as a cover. But um, that, that silly little 16-year-old boy didn't realize that Zhao figured it out. And that's how also, Zhao also ended up at the temple. That, that doesn't make sense. At, like, like if they have to go in a straight line, like there's if he leaves the smoke, like Zhao's gonna see it. Yeah, like you could totally see a little boat or whatever. Like, like imagine this. I can't. I, you can't see me, but you you got the big boat going straight, and then you see like a little boat to the side. Like you're gonna see it. Like what are you? Someone's gonna see it. Maybe Zhao doesn't see it, but maybe someone else sees it and they're like, "Yo, Zhao, look, there's a little boat. Yeah. It's over there." And the it was never gonna work. There's no way that could work. The only way that could work is if Zhao was in front of them. Then maybe it could work. But he wasn't because he, he wasn't. said yeah. Zhao's following the smoke trail. So yeah, that didn't really make sense either because like, like yeah, you're just you're going in a straight line. If anything diverts, you're going to see it no matter how much smoke there is because by then it'll, it won't be as dense further away and you can still see what's going on. Yeah. Um, also, why does... So when they get there, they get to the, like the the temple. There's no guards, like there's the sage people, mm-hmm. um, but that's it. This is the 
Avatar Temple, the, the person the Fire Lord wants to not have return, I would think there'd be more like security around this place, you know? Especially if the sages know that during the winter, not the winter, just during the solstice, the the current Avatar could talk to Roku. Like, right now, there's, this place should just be packed with everyone there. So, well, Fire Nation, I mean, you need They would probably security. least expect him coming to the Fire Nation. Because when they realize the Avatar is back, that's when he's at the Air Temple. I feel like yes. he could easily go into the Air Temple, go into one of those chambers and still talk to Roku. But, the but I guess dragon. it has to be when Avatar's, but it's when Roku's statue lights up. Oh, what Which was I going to say That entire thing is so confusing. Like, why the soul, yes. like, why did it have to be the solstice? Yes, like, so why this moment? Like, the moment is here, people. What you've been waiting a week for me to say. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The entire reason why we stopped the episode before this and started recording this one, so, 20 minutes-ish in. So here's what I, I think what I was going to say. Um, sorry, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. So in the last episode, the dragon rolls up and he takes Aang to go to the temple. But what I was asking is like, why didn't Roku just show up? Because at the end of this one, when Aang finally goes into the chamber and talks to Roku, he's like, you can talk to me anytime. And it's like, well, why weren't you in the last episode if you could talk to me anytime and I was already in the spirit world? Like, where, where were you? You know, if the solstice, it's the easiest time for like spirits to kind of like roam around. I think if any time Roku wouldn't, like you wouldn't have to be at a temple, it would be like the day before the solstice. I feel like Aang would have to be at another temple like at some random point more than he would have to be like a day before the solstice, if that makes sense. I don't know. Like, if that made sense. Not going to lie. You kind of lost me a little bit. Okay. So what I'm saying, let me, let me try again. <laughs> so during the solstice, that's when like spiritual stuff is more like prominent and things yeah. are happening. So at that point, I feel like it'd be easier for Roku's spirit to come visiting mm-hmm. at a non-spiritual area. Okay. Got it. Than any other time of the year. So, like, I don't see the point of Aang having to go to the temple when I feel like it's easier, it's an easy time for Roku to just pop up anywhere than, say, like, two months later when spiritual stuff isn't as active, then maybe then Aang would have to go to, like, a spiritual area to communicate with, like, a past life or something. Okay, yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, while they're talking to each other, he's like, oh, yeah, I sent my dragon. Like, okay, you can send your dragon. Why can't you send yourself? You're both spirits. Like, what's like, what's the difference between, like, the avatar spirit versus, like, a spirit animal? Right. And, he, like, the spirit, the avatar spirit lives within Aang. So... And he's the bridge between the worlds, so right. I feel like it should always be open for him to talk. Right. Couldn't you come to And then this is Aang? what Jasmine says. It's for the plot. <laughs> like, couldn't you come to Aang in a dream or something? Or Which he does do later on. He does do Spoiler later alert. on. And, or, like, he was already in a spiritual place, like, at the, at the panda statue in the last episode. He mm-hmm. could have rolled up there or something. I'm just saying. You put... This 12-year-old boy and his barely-abled friends in so much danger. 
just to go and for just what to, and also, for what when they're in this that's when Aang's in talking to Roku there's so much exposition where he's like so the reason that I brought you here is because it's like you're over explaining just get to the point seriously like you have a limited amount of time and granted I know he can probably sense it by like you know feeling how when the sun's lighting up the statue but also why does it matter like why why yeah. does the position of the sun matter? And also, this is what I don't get, is that he had to talk to Roku before the sun set on the solstice. So why did he have to wait until the sun was in the right spot? Like, what if he, Aang had gotten there like an hour early? Would the same thing have happened? Because like when they say before the sun sets on the solstice, it seems like it can happen at any time before sunset. Right. But then when you when he gets to the chamber and everything, he's like, okay, Roku's covered in the sun by this by the reflection of the gem thing and then waits a second he's like why isn't this working and then you know bam here comes roku also but like also like the last episode when uh the dragon like shows in the vision of how the sun's moving it's kind of just moving like clock like in a clock type way where it's kind of going like around yeah but when in this episode when like the time's up the sun moves like up it doesn't move like sideways. Like it's on yeah. his face and then it like slowly like a horizon, you know, disappears. It doesn't make sense. It's not making sense. Jasmine, where are you? <laughs> I know. She's usually the voice of reason when we get on like weird, when we get stuck on weird stuff like this. We're, this, this, we're just going to descend into madness this episode. It's, uh, I still have COVID. <laughs> um, but but yeah. by the time, by the time the listeners get to hear this, I will I be won't. in Minnesota. And I will be dead. Don't say that. I won't. <laughs> Shut I, up. I won't. I won't let it kill me, guys. I still have, um, what was the number? hundred and something episodes to go. No. Oh, wait. With Cora. Yes. Cora. Uh, it was 142. 142. Well, I guess minus these two. So 140 left. 140. No, because we, no, because we added 61 and 81. So, you know what? We're just... <laughs> we There's got a lots lot, of episodes lots left. of episodes and i'm gonna be here for every single one of them anyways so when they're trying to open the thing they need like fire to open the chamber uh, yes and Sokka does like the the explosion thing but it mm -hmm. doesn't work mm -hmm. so is like man-made fire different than fire bending fire or what well, i feel like it's not really fire what I is, feel like an explosion is, is different oh, from. Okay. I feel like an explosion is different than fire. Yeah. I mean, he calls them fire blasts, but like. Mm -hmm. So, do you think if he had like torches, like a constant flame going, it might have worked? No, I don't think it would have worked either because it's like, like with the air temple, you know, Aang had to bend air into that thing. Like there had to be like a stream of it. Right. So, like, okay. if you just had like a torch in front of it, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have given that power, you know? Mm -hmm. Also, he said that, like, the Avatar could open it. Like, a fully uh, mastered Avatar could bend five flames into there. Mm -hmm. Don't you think, like, maybe someone like Azula or Uncle Iroh could probably are kind of the same powerful as them? Like, even Zuko. Like, Zuko, the person who teaches the Avatar, don't you think they'd be powerful enough to do that? But five fire blasts, I feel like a normal person couldn't do that. Like, I know Ozai does three and... Like, how do you even do five? Like, one out of each finger or something? 
I don't know. I mean, well, we see Zuko do too when he um I just, the only the only way I can imagine it that's not like your fingers is like th- your fists are out and your legs are out, and then you're also <laughs> like breathing it out of your mouth, and it just looks weird. I mean, I'm sure the avatar could figure out a way to do multiple fire blasts with one hand, probably I avatar feel like state yip like, yip, <laughs> yeah, um, what else did I have? Did you have something else? I think I have one more thing. Um, yes. So when, towards the end of the episode, when Roku is like, hey, you know what? There's going to be a lot of trouble outside that door. Like, you're going to need some help. Mm-hmm. That's not even the point that I wanted to make. Why did I bring that up? Okay. That was- <laughs> I don't know why I started talking about that. Uh, oh my God. Okay, what is wrong with my brain? Because I was close to the point I was going to make. <laughs> uh, the, the, the avatar possession thing, I think that's terrifying. Also, I don't get how that works. Why doesn't it happen other times? Like, we, I've, for memory, I think it happens twice. We see it in this episode, and then we and with see Kiyoshi. it with Kiyoshi. You know what? That now that makes now that you know what it is weird because if any avatar can possess your body, mm-hmm. then does that mean you can bend all the elements? I mean, they've already mastered it, right? Is, and so, I like, think if, you had some- so theoretically, could Roku have possessed Aang? Actually, no, Roku wouldn't have done it. Kiyoshi, because I know she would have killed Ozai. Mm-hmm. So Kiyoshi, could Kiyoshi have like possessed Aang and just? conked him out killed him that would have saved the series so much time like rolled up to the fire nation just like like she doesn't even show up with like elements she just shows up with guns and she's like you know is that what you're saying not showed up with guns (laughs) but but, you know she's like she's a fully realized avatar like if she possessed ang i feel like she could have just took them all out but isn't that the point of the avatar state is now someone takes over or something yeah mm, what's the difference between yeah. this like avatar possession and the avatar state well i feel like with the avatar state you have like the powers of all the past avatars but with the possession you actually have the spirit of just like it's like you, you like you have like the spirit and the essence of that person okay because like when when ang's in the avatar state he's himself mm-hmm. but when he gets when he gets possessed like you see Roku and you see Kiyoshi. That would be terrifying. Like imagine like that. They're, what's the word? They're incarnating themselves. Like, yeah. But imagine that like this guy's been dead for hundred years. Right. And oh yeah, he just rolls up. He looks scary. Like honestly, Avatar Roku is, he's like, he's really nice and fun. Like when, once we find out more about him, but at first glance, I would, I'm like scared of him, you know? Like he doesn't um, like when we first see him, I was I was like, this is scary. But then you get a close up and he gives you like a little smile. And I was like, oh, OK, he's he seems nice. But I wouldn't mess with this avatar. Oh, no. Is he? He seems wise. Is he the wisest of the? Oh, God, no. If he were wise, he would have taken out Sozin long ago. But that that was his friend. But, yeah, but he literally he literally told Aang my greatest regret. Yeah. Is not taking out Sozin earlier and being and like being merciful. I think well I read I read this like this morning I think. What's the 
avatar the the airbender avatar lady what's her name is it yang like, chen yang chen she was like the, the most powerful avatar i believe was she i i I believe that's what I read or like something along those lines. She was so she, the reason she was the reason that like this um like affecting all like this like from her forward, she messed up like the balance between the spirit world and physical world because she was so strong that people stopped worshiping the spirits because uh, they started worshiping her as like more of like this god person because she could airbend so well that she could like change the weather and that kind of thing and change the physical world. Um, that she was like that strong. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I think I saw it like on Instagram or something. Um, if I find it, I'll you know I'll give credit next time. But um, would she have been the wisest? I feel like an airbender would be the wisest, right? I feel like they're more in tune and self-aware. Yeah, like even her, she was like, I gave up kind of my beliefs yeah. for the greater good. Utilitarianism, baby. Totally. See what I did there? Total. Totally. A pun. Uh, yeah, that one went over my head. <laughs> okay. Um, Sorry. I'm sure maybe someone listening will get it and appreciate it, but not not in not on this podcast. Hold on, I'll, I'll still laugh to make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I have all your laughs, Andrea. I can make probably a whole episode of just your laughs from Please these. Please no. <laughs> from Please these, don't I have, do that. I have all your filler words as well. I do, yeah, I know, and you sent <laughs> you sent us a picture of it, and I hate it. I, I never want to see that again. I. I tend to take out filler words sometimes if they don't, if they're just like dumb um, and they don't help progress the podcast. And Andrea once had every single filler word like right next to each other. So I send him a picture of that sound wave while I was editing. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just no thoughts, head empty. Okay. Yeah. I'll make a compilation of all. There's going to be like a video where I just put out and it seems to be like, uh, mm, ah, mm, and like, well, what, like, fi- finally. Eh, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, See, okay, you're judging me for my filler words and you just said, uh, for like two seconds. So maybe you should I pump the brakes uh, and back lot. it up. I say like a lot. Um, sometimes I say like so much that when I try to remove a like, I remove the wrong like and it's actually a like. That should be in there. <laughs> Great anecdote, Daniel. Anyway, like, so let's the get point on with that the I show. actually wanted to make. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> was when Roku is talking to Aang, and Aang is panicking about having to master all the elements before the end of the summer. Um, you know, to defeat Ozai and everything. Roku was like, "Oh, you know, you've mastered the elements. That that hundred lifetimes, like, you can do it again. Like, do you?" He makes it sound like it's going to be easier, kind of. So, like, do you think that mastering the elements gets easier over each reincarnation? Um. Well, here's the thing. The first Avatar, he was just given the elements. So, I don't understand that. If he was just given the elements, wouldn't every other Avatar just be born with the ability to bend those elements? Well... Hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 
Because he never like. Ma- I feel like when you say master them. Because like it looks like when a new avatar is born, they don't know how to bend in anything, you know, like they know how to do the bending for the element that they're from, but they don't know how to do the other ones. They have to kind of learn how to do it. But the first avatar, he was, they just, they're like, here, 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 here. And, well, he didn't even have them. It was like uh, Rava who had them, right? Mm-hmm. It was, they were just stored inside of her. Otherwise, the avatar would explode Well, or maybe something. that's why. Maybe that's why, um, like, they're born into different nations and not just having them, you know? I guess. Because it's, it's just that connection to Rava. But does mastering all elements means you can bend? Like mastering means you have to be, you have to get through avatar arrow, that kind of thing, right? It's not just you can fire bend. Yeah. Like you have to know the technique and like master P and Dao. He's a sword fighter, but he's still a master. Right. Yeah. So you have to know the element all the way. Like you like the different nuances of it. But also, mm-hmm. does does Aang ever learn how to read back lightning? Yes. Okay. He he does it. Oh well, he never really does it, but he does learn. He does. Oh wait, do no, it. he no, he does redirect. He does redirect. My bad. Yeah, that's wow. the whole like, is he gonna do it moment? And yes, he doesn't. Yes, just had a brain fart. Um, but let me think. Because like with like with Cora, mm-hmm. she could. Like, she's a toddler, and she's already doing like three of them besides air. Right. Hmm. I would. But like, or was what? she just like that close to Rava that like Rava was like, here you go, queen, take them. Maybe. Because what I read on Korra was that the only, one of the reasons she couldn't master air is because she was protected her whole life. And air is the element of freedom. And she never had that, which was which is why it was so hard for her to get that, because it's not even like the opposite element of her main element. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I don't know. I I would like to think so. I would like to think that every avatar is more powerful than the last avatar because it should come naturally to them that then they can do it. Maybe that way, that's why Aang was... Okay, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why Korra is the way she is too because Aang was able to master them so fast that Korra was already able to be born bending those elements, you know, minus air. Minus Mm -hmm. air. I think that's it. That's my answer. Okay. It, did you get it? <laughs> yes. But then like, even like with Roku though, he was like, oh yeah, water was hard as hell. And like even earthbending, cause he was like, oh, it's a stubborn element. And that, that even, that wasn't his opposite either. I don't know. I think they just made stuff up. I honestly think some, a lot of the continuity doesn't add up, especially once you get to Korra. There's a lot of things I've. That's my biggest issue with Korra is that things just don't add up. But mm, I think as avatars progress, whatever like that like whatever the main thing that they learned transcends into the next life. Right? Yeah. I need to look up something really quick because then may I may have a question. Okay. 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 Okay, well that makes sense. Okay. Never mind. One minute. Because I was I was gonna ask if the way Juan learned the elements matched up with the Avatar cycle, which I mean it makes sense that it would. Right. Yeah. Technically speaking, the first Avatar was a firebender, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's fire, air, water, earth. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. I forgot where I was going with this. I don't really remember. What do you think? Do you think? What I feel like I feel like it should get easier. Yeah, I don't see why it would get harder. Yeah, I mean, I'll, we'll talk about it more once we get to Cora, but going forward, it would probably get harder. Do you think if Cora didn't get severed from Rava, that the next Avatar would just would have been like bending all four elements out the womb? Um. Because the homegirl went through hell. She's powerful. I think so. Um, I th- Yeah, I, th- I think the next Avatar would have been the four elements, easy peasy. But then the what the new thing, like the, the Avatars would have to start learning would be all like the special bending or something, like spiritual bending, metal bending, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And mastering. But like, where does it stop? <laughs> I don't know. That's the whole thing we were... Like... If all these lifetimes of knowledge are just getting added and added and added. Do you think after Korra, there would be another avatar? Or do you think Korra is the last avatar? I feel like I have to finish The Legend of Korra to answer that question. Because I, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about... They, there's like, a, I think, a fan-made series, which we might talk about at some day. I think they're still making it or like... They're writing books on it or something. It's called the Leg- the Legend of Genji, and he's an Earthbender. Interesting. And he's supposed to be the continuation of, like, after Korra. Mm-hmm. And I think there's gonna be like, the uh, the Airbender kids are in it, but they're older, um, that kind of thing. And yeah, it just tells the next story of the next Avatar. There's also a book after Korra, where it's like a diary book. That she that's written in her by her and like all like there's like different articles and like different letters in there from the people in Korra's life uh, to give advice to the next avatar because there isn't like the next avatar is not going to have the past lives to kind of teach him like Aang did and kind of how Korra did a little bit. Yeah. Um. So it's like Korra writing down like this is what the other avatars did here's what i learned and kind of do it like that because yeah cora restarted the cycle so he could probably talk to cora but you know so if cora restarts the cycle mm-hmm. does it i mean why does why is the next avatar an earthbender if she restarts it it could totally jumble it all up and go like water air earth fire you know yeah i don't know it's just i guess i didn't write it it's just the next well i I know but like yeah i mean you could do anything to be honest also it's not like canon it's just like fan that's work. true so you could they could well then whatever. why didn't they consider that no <laughs> exactly not true avatar fans they obviously don't listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> they obviously don't question things as much as we do they don't but yeah i'll i'll I don't want to look into it because it's not canon. So, but at the same time. It's great that they're doing it. Like that's. That's good for them. Like that's their creative outlook. Good Mm -hmm. for them. Yeah. Like do it. But I don't know. I just, I wouldn't mind. I mean, we're, I'll repeat this when we get there too, but I honestly wouldn't mind if it just maybe everything ended with Korra. The Avatar cycle is done. You know, I don't. From what I've heard from you guys, I feel like I wouldn't mind it either. 
Well, not even like not even. It just seems like of, they've progressed the need for the Avatar at this point. That or it'd be nice if maybe I don't know bending kind of goes away, and then if someone ever wants to tell a story in like the modern world, we're like I don't know. It's dumb. I don't. I don't even like the idea. But the idea, <laughs> the idea I thought about as a creative person would be like it takes place now or something, and like kind of like. Star Wars, you were at like you heard about the benders, but they're not around anymore. But you know, they're kind of like underground sort of thing. And You're the- just talking about Frozen 2 now. Elsa is the Disney version of the Avatar. <laughs> is she? Have you not seen Frozen 2? I have seen Frozen 2. I'd like she's it. she's literally she literally bends all the elements in that movie. You realize that, right? Now, the, the, the lizard, <laughs> the, there's a lizard, and then there's the lizard is the fire spirit, which she like tames she learns how to control the fire what the water the whole water thing the air what's the water she calms the air the water is the horse the horse yeah that's cool and then there's the big boulder people Mm -hmm. yeah and then there's the air gale disney quit stealing shit okay (laughs) be original dumb because they're like, oh, there's the four. Well, they call them spirits, not elements. But they're like, oh, there's the four spirits, you know, water, earth, fire, air. And then there's a fifth spirit that connects the spirits to the, the world. And then, and then like, like, they're like, oh, Elsa, you're the bridge between the two worlds. So they literally call her the bridge between the two worlds. They so. do. Wow. <laughs> uh, shame on you, Disney. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Just Stop. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I think, do you have anything else to add? No, I think this is a good spot to just wrap it up with the bow. Cool, cool, cool. That's what I was thinking too. I have a lot of thoughts at the end of this episode, to be honest, but a lot of thoughts that I can't, I don't want to talk about yet because they're all over the place and they kind of connect like with Korra and later episodes and what happens after Korra, that kind of thing. Do you know, are there like comics for Korra, like after Korra? I don't think there are. are there? Um, I think there's one. I think I saw on Twitter some screenshots of um, a comic post Cora, or mm. the show at least. Okay, I have to look into that. I still have to get my hands on the uh, last Airbender one. So someday, uh, when I can finally go back out into the world and bookstores and work, whatever, I'll get them. Um, but yeah, I'm alive and well. Andrea, you are moving, or you're already there. Actually, you're all. You are all. By the time there. people listen to this, I will be already there. She's already there, and that'll be fun and stressful. I oh hate, yeah, I hate moving. <laughs> I'm really stressed out, and I leave. So we're recording this on October 12th, and I leave for Minnesota on October 14th. So how many? I'm how long terrified is and stressed from here. Uh, it's about a seven-hour drive. That's not horrible. I thought it was going to be way further away than that. No. Hmm. I thought it was going to be like 20 or something. But that's good. That's like, I don't know, somewhere. It's a little further than like driving to Chicago yeah, from here. Yeah, from here. We are in Missouri. Got ew, ew, don't say it like that ever again. I had a teacher who said that. That's like, whole gross. Class. It was like, I couldn't, couldn't do it. So I just played games on my laptop. All yeah. right. <laughs> Anyways. Thank uh, you for listening, everyone. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, make sure to uh, follow us on the gram, Pippin Patalopsicopolis podcast. Share, share the podcast. You can find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, 
and uh, YouTube. They should all be there. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell. You know, I don't know the algorithms, but just do it all. Comment, like it, share it, anything to get it out there. Um, you can also email us uh, topics or like songs or whatever at a Pippin Panelops podcast at gmail.com. If you want to write something in, uh, we'll read it at the end of the show or something. And shout out to those 17 listeners. And maybe, so far, so as far, of October 12th. As, yeah, might have gone up by two weeks from now. Um, that's crazy. This is going to come out in two weeks. We, the world might be completely different in two weeks. I know. Who, yeah, who knows what's going to happen? Wait, not two weeks. Next week. Yeah. Yes. Yes, next week. Next week. Sorry, guys. Next week. So it might not be that bad. It, it'll be the same. Um, well, in a week, you got COVID, so. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's getting it. It's the trend these days, you know. Oh, God. Do not. No. Do not make. Everyone, please do not make getting COVID a trend. It's not. It is trending, though. Just just stop. I'm just saying. Just stay, Cut the audio. Dead ass. Stay safe, guys. Wear masks. Social distance. And if you do have COVID, just, just stay home, isolate, please. Isolate yourself. Stay home. Get tested. Stay home. Tell everyone that you've been in contact with. Yeah. Like, make a Facebook post or whatever kids are using these days. Um, Twitter, I think that's the thing. Still, TikTok. TikTok it. That's what kids are doing. But yeah. Uh, thanks for listening and join us next week as we discuss what episode is it? Episode nine. I'm not sure which one it is. Oh my gosh. Oh no. It's okay. Uh, if we <laughs> stop talking right now, I can just edit it in. Nice. Stay tuned and listen. Oh wait, okay. Hold on. It's 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 the water bending scroll. It's the water bending scroll. So yeah, join us next week as we discuss the water bending scroll. There's pirates in it, so it'll be exciting. Arc. And octopus. Uh, water right no there's no octopus water i don't no i don't think so i think ink does an octopus we'll find out next week so you'll find out with us um <laughs> anyways bye guys have a bye bye yeah bye <laughs>